Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Three Questions. I'm Andy Richter. I'm the host of this thing. Today, I'm talking to Craig Robinson. Craig is an actor, comedian, and musician. You can see Craig in season two of his show, Killing It, on Peacock, which is very, very funny. Here's my conversation with Craig Robinson. What are you drinking? Bone broth. Bone broth. Uh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope it's not your own. It's uh, a little concoction I made. No, it's uh, never mind. It's, uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be so healthy for you. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard about it. But do you drink it like just as like sort of like a supplemental thing or is it a, a meal just, replacement or something? Mm-hmm. That was like just, uh, I'm here at the studio, and they were like, yeah, Goop has good bone broth. So I said, okay, I'll get some of this bone broth from Goop Kitchen. Is there a Goop Kitchen there? Uh, Yeah, down the street, apparently. I I never heard of it. Wow. I wonder if Gwyneth Paltrow is behind the counter. I wondered that, too. That would be something. Hey, Gwyneth. Hi, Gwyneth. Shout out. Yeah. I, I came to get my vagina steamed. <laughs> well, Craig, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time, you know. You too, buddy. Yeah, How's everything? Yeah. Everything's pretty good. Yeah, I just, um, you know, getting ready for the holidays. Uh, I got remarried. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And I adopted my uh, my stepdaughter, so I got a. A three and a half year old now. Thank wow. you. Yeah. Good yeah. man. It's just... I got a 22, 18, and three and a half. Everything's coming up, Andy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, if only I could make some money. Oh, <laughs> if, only, this, if only Showbiz thought I didn't think I was retired. <laughs> uh, so you, you always create lightning in a bottle. Like oh, well, thank you. Andy controls the universe. And that, that's it's, it's always like, God, you know. Laugh out loud, funny, weird. Oh, thank you, stuff. thank you. Well, you've so, gotten, you get to do. I mean, you've got, you've had a really good career in terms of like being in good stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you, I, like, do you feel like there's much that you've been in that you're like not crazy <laughs> about? You know I'm what I mean? Very, I, yeah, yeah, I have been in some some good good stuff. I gotta say, I've been blessed like that. And uh, just thinking about. Some of the stuff I was in the other day, and just like some cool, weird projects, yeah, some, some cool indie stuff. Uh, it's that people have never seen or heard of, uh, <laughs> but uh, still, you know, no, it's good. It's it, it does at least kind of, I mean, because there's you know, there can be a lot of bullshit in show business, but at least if you're like having fun, I mean, we were just talking a little bit before we started recording about you and killing it. Uh, the show that you do on Peacock, which is come back for second season. And now you can talk about it. That's why we're here because the, the strike is over. Correct. Um, but you, you know, you were saying like, it's just fun. It's just a fun. Sh- and it, you know, it, everything that I saw in prepared for this, cause I hadn't seen it yet. It looks like a hilarious fun show. It looks crazy. Uh, and 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 it is it makes such a difference when then you know doing some dumb shit 
<laughs> that, you're emba- that you're embarrassed to tell your friends you're on, you know? Yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't had a lot of those kind of uh, yeah. experiences, thank God. You know, the, uh, you know, from the office to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but not, and now they're killing it. But it's like, it's you know, everybody comes, it's like everybody's, you know, coming with their A-game and we're, we're uh, co- corroborative. Uh-huh. We, uh, we'll like, you know, rehearse on Zoom if I call a rehearsal or something. It's, it's, it's really dope, man. Oh, nice. Well, let's go back to your beginnings. Uh, Chicago, Illinois. Are you are you from the city proper or are you from outside the city? South side of Chicago. South side of Chicago. Yes, family there for a long time? Yeah, yeah. My father's family is from Chicago. My mother's people, are, my mother's born in uh, Mississippi. Uh-huh. But um, but uh, we all came up through Chicago. Do you still um, have a lot, of, a lot of people back there, a lot of family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got a lot of family. That's where most of the family is. Yeah, we do. When we do a family reunion, we do our family reunions. Uh, we were doing them every year up until like the pandemic. But um, when we we go somewhere different every year, it's really cool. Usually, you might get forty, maybe sixty people. Wow, which is nice, you know. But uh, yeah. Chicago is like two hundred or something like that. Oh, that's great. Everybody comes out. That's that is such a nice thing because I I don't I don't experience that with uh, my family just kind of all <laughs> keeps to themselves you know really and I when there's I you know I, but like you know like my wife's family she's from a big Mexican American family that's you know tons of cousins and they're but there's you know and there are like the big there are big reunions but they do kind of like end up sort of going into a group of cousins will sort of, you know, connect and then they'll be, yeah, they'll be their own Christmas group, you know, because there's just so many people. Is it kind of like that with you guys? We all mingle. uh, And then, then of course, you know, I think it's natural for people to kind of cluster up to their own own stuff. Right, right, right. We definitely, you know, everybody makes sure they, they, you know, mingle with everybody at some point. Yeah. It's, it's, It's really nice, man. We, we have a great time. You know, we're playing cards. We have a talent show. We have a, uh, you oh, know, wow. a white party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's where you, uh, you uh, beat up a random white dude. It's just it's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what, yeah, that's what Andy Warhol's white party was all about. <laughs> and they, it was easy for them to find a random white dude, too. <laughs> Um, uh, that's not true, everybody. By the way, I, I, don't do that. It was <laughs> he a means terrible clothes. Joke. Everyone wears white, white clothes. Everyone wears white. Yeah, clothes. and then I hope I hope the food is not stainable because yeah, going to a white party, I'd, I, I <laughs> within three minutes I'd have barbecue. I, sauce I'm the on worst. Myself. I'm the worst. Yeah. I gotta wear a, like a a blanket. Yes, me too. I I've I'm no longer embarrassed. You know, I don't care. My kids, my older kids, get embarrassed. But I'll just tuck a napkin in. I don't give a shit. It's like if 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 I'm going to eat soup Bro, or something. T- yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah. what's the? I don't. Yeah. Get, I don't see what it's. Pro- if you look at any Three Stooges episode where they had <laughs> food, they had the napkin out there. Why, I don't know if they're style icons necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean even like you know like I. My daughter said, "Like it's just a bib." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's a bib. I don't. Yeah, that's a it. It's functional. Adults. Yes, yes. And then I can eat without having to like fully concentrate on every single spoonful. It's you know, because eventually it's because something's gonna something's gonna spill. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna get some rice or some yeah. beans or some yeah. meat or something. 
on your shirt. That's right. And there is, there's a playing field below my chin too, that like, there's some real estate down there that will too, collect bro. anything that gets lost. So me too. I bet we, we both shop at a uh, DXL. I Hello? have, I Come have. On. Yeah. Yeah. Well now going back to, uh, did you have a, were you, I mean, cause you're, you were first and foremost, and I don't know if you still think of yourself, you know, first and foremost as a musician. Like music was kind of where you started out. In terms of, um, you know, I got a, a degree in music, and, and music is always, always with me. Yes, I, uh, I, I use music in my act, my stand up, yeah. and, and then I have a band, and, and so, uh, yeah, absolutely, the music is always there. Man. Were there musicians in your household? Like, you know, oh yeah, everybody played. We, we everybody had a, played. a piano upstairs, piano downstairs, organ. We had drums in the house, different horn instruments it was it was you were touching some kind of instrument coming out of that house yeah yeah and was it like and it what did it just end up being kind of a natural thing or you know like did somebody have to force you to practice there or was did, there was some practice forcing but I, I was also a natural so i uh we, we went to lessons and yeah, yeah we had to you know learn our stuff and then i was you know figuring out other stuff on my own songs out on the radio and what have you so uh and they're playing in church and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we I en I envy that so much because I don't, I never, I'm just not good. I mean, I like music and I'm an okay singer, but in whenever I I tried uh, cornet and uh, in in grade school, and then I tried to take guitar lessons, and I think I just don't have, I don't have the knack for it, and then I don't have the patience. I would love to to strum a guitar. I can I can pick and play one finger at a time, but it, just trying to do a chord, it, uh, yeah, I'm the same. I, I I would smash a guitar down. <laughs> <Get this. laughs> I quit. Well, now do you have a lot of siblings? Uh, older sister, younger brother. They have half brother and sister who are older than us. Okay, and I mean, did you guys play music together? Like, oh as yeah, a group, yeah, 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 yeah. Me and my brother, my, my brother and sister, who I grew up with, yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And my brother your, is my your band brother, today. Yeah, that's, yeah, he's in your band today. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. Chris Rob, uh, shut up. <laughs> Chris, yeah, Chris Robinson, uh, also uh, from the Black Crows. He, he had a <laughs> different look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the Black Crows. But, you know, it's he's really got a, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of breadth. Yeah, you know, yeah. It does yeah, a lot. Sure. It, it's, <laughs> we've always been proud of him. <laughs> that's right. Was it, was it a funny family, too? I mean... Yeah, yeah. My mother was very funny. My father's funny. He's more of a ham type, but he's also like he was a, a, an attorney, so he's the, the you know the iron fist kind of dude too. Oh, but uh, yeah, we all we all were, uh, and my sister. Everybody's funny in the family. Yeah, yeah. You, having an attorney dad does does that like does he let you argue your case or is it just oh, no, more? Yeah, yeah, do as I you, say. He, he let it was do as I say, but he would also let you hang yourself. You know, <laughs> he's sitting there cross examining you, and it was too easy for him. You know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I uh, you know, you learn not to lie or right. lie real good. Right. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get it bulletproof first. Yeah. As a kid, what did you think you were gonna end up doing? I mean, did you was it pretty much music all the time? Did you were you in plays? Was there sports going on? <sighs> well. And, 
High school, I played a little basketball, a little organized basketball. I was on the team. I made it twice. Sophomore year, senior year. Nice. I wasn't very good. On the playground, I What happened junior year? Leap, I just didn't make the team. Freshman oh, wow. Junior. Wow. I wanted, to, I wanted it so bad, but I just, I couldn't, uh, 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 I don't know. I, I was a big body and I could leap. Yeah, so I was yeah. for rebounds, blocking shots and stuff. But um, I, I didn't have that killer, you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you, because that's what ended my football career was just like, I don't, I can't, like, I can't get into this Lord of the Flies shit, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> you know, kill him, kill him. It's like, no, it's just a game, guys. Take it easy. Just out there. I was just having fun. I've been time yeah. my life, but, oh, I made a bucket, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So much fun. I did one day, though, and it was senior day in high school, and uh, I got subbed in. And it was just before half. And like one of our guys shot a free throw. I got the rebound. Clocks winded down. I hit a buzzer beater. And oh, I, mean, no shit. I, wow. I walked off the court like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That was not a feeling like that. Yeah. Were you theatrical at all? Did you play in plays or anything? Or Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Did, we did plays at church. We did. Uh, I didn't really do school. I, I got to college. I think I did. A couple of, like musical scenes and stuff, but mm -hmm. um, let me see, was that? But it, it was, it was like state or yeah. it was you know it was mostly church plays. Yeah, and it's funny because I would hear people like <laughs> on the office talk about all the plays and stuff they were in, and I was like, well, I was I did a production of the Wiz at church one time. <laughs> and it was, and they were, I'm thankful for that experience, though, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, did I mean were they religious plays or were they just? And the Wiz is the Wiz, you know. Right, so, right. So that's that what I'm that. saying. So, so we did that, and I think we did one religious play where, like, yeah, yeah, one was like, like uh, uh, the Christmas, some kind of Christmas play where, uh, yeah, it was one of the wise men or something. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it, Jesus story. Yeah. When you start heading towards wanting to do music for a living, is anybody worried that you're not gonna? Although I guess you know your mom was a music teacher, so. Oh well, did you think you were going to be a music teacher? Did, I, you know, my, I you know in college I was I thought I was going to be a like a, a musician like you know singer. And, yeah, and I, I bought a keyboard. And that was all that, and then all of a sudden, I tell you, comedy just swooped in. Like, no, you're coming this way. Yeah, and uh, and I because I was so silly all the time, and people would like uh, come back to me and say, and say, oh, I was trying to tell. Somebody, what you were saying the other day. So, I, so it was like I was doing these bits, but I know they were bits. I was being stupid. And yeah. Then, uh, and and I, I mean, people like, man, you play too much all the time. Always something, always silly. Didn't take anything serious until I I got bit with the comedy bug, and then I start getting serious about comedy. Yeah. You know. I, and I, this and is during I, college. This during college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what happened was like I always saw comedians. Some kind of, uh, uh, you know, hero, godlike figure. Like it just mm -hmm. didn't dawn on me that I could be could do that until I was. Uh, I went to like a homecoming show, and a buddy of mine was doing comedy, and then another dude was doing comedy who I knew, and they were doing stand up. And this, I was like, I could touch this person. Are real people do this. Yeah, was, yeah. That was all she wrote. Can't you tell my love's a grow? For me, that was what improv was like. I had friends doing improv and went to see shows. I'm like, oh, you know, 
I mean, look, you know, it is, it is, yeah, humans can do this. I can quip. Yeah. And I also think, too, people, you know, there's a lot of, like, don't compare yourself to other people. But I feel like if you think, and it doesn't even have, you know, there's like a, there's like the kind of more nasty version of it. Like, oh, if that fucking guy can do it, then I can do it. And then there's the nice version of like, oh, look at that. That person can do it. I can do it, too, you know? You, you, excellent point. Yeah. I would, once I was into it, I was in, and I didn't know I was going to be, I, I thought, wow, it'd be awesome to be a comedian, even, and, and I had, and I bought, you know, I was figuring out how, how would you do it, but there's no, you know, one, two, three, and now you're a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I was watching, like, uh, I think back then it was called MTV Half Hour Comedy Hour or something, mm-hmm. and then they would show these comics, and they'd be showing them, like, for three minutes or four minutes. Uh, and uh, and some of them, you know, it, now I realize they were just catching them in the middle of their set. I, I don't know. But some mm-hmm. of them, you know, were just like, wow, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't too thrilling. And um, <laughs> and like you said, you know, well, I could do that. I'm, yeah. You know, so it, it uh, but then, you know, if I were to go back and say, I would say, okay, this was a, a moment they were doing this. Or they would just, you know, have a theme for the show. Groceries, it might be grocery shopping there and everybody's doing their stuff on groceries and some are great, some are wasn't, but it was definitely something there to go to to compare yourself, like you said. Yeah, and go. I I, I could at least do that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, say, yeah. I can stand there and talk and make no one laugh for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At that age, I mean, when you were starting out and you were figuring it out, were there people that like you were kind of aiming towards, like that you were trying to emulate or you know heroes at the time that you saw? Um, I I loved. A slew of people. Mm-hmm. So you got your Richard Pryor, your Bill Cosby, your Eddie Murphy. You got your uh, 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 Steve Martin, your Martin Mull. You got yeah, you know, it was all these different Richard, um, Stephen Wright, yeah, uh, and uh, Paul Mooney. So mm-hmm. it was like one person would give you like Paul Mooney gave me this this strength and like this. Uh, he was so badass. And, yeah, and and he you know. It was like his way or the highway. Kind of right, was, right. And then, no, he's like planted like a tree, you know, like like, like he's not going to be moved by anybody. And, yeah, you can walk out all on the show. The, and then yeah. and then later on, I ended up opening up for him. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, uh-huh. um, you got like a Stephen Wright or somebody who who's uh, just all, you know, one-liners after yeah. another cerebro and you make you sit and think. Then you got Richard Pryor who's, you know, the, the, all the way up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he's, you know, acting out stuff and becoming these characters. It was uh so 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 many people just so many different things and I just I feel like I I just steal a little bit from all of them. Were you ever intimidated by the notion of of getting to do this for a living? And if so, like what did you do to deal with it, to keep going? I think it was um yes, of course. Uh yeah. and I think it you know, my, my naivete yeah. <laughs> allowed me to go yeah. through, to give, gave me the the gumption to think I could do this. Like, yeah, because uh, you you gotta have you know that that belief. You gotta you have to have a vision for yourself. I think I I remember I was on a treadmill one time. This is why I had moved to L.A. and I was you know trying to figure this out and stuff. And and I was uh, working on a treadmill and I was watching TV as I was doing it. And in my apartment complex, and uh, and I just stopped, and I said, 
What are you doing? You're trying to fit in that box. What are you doing? It was this crazy thought, almost panic. And then I was just like, yep, I sure yeah. am. Yeah. And I hopped back on the treadmill. Yeah, and I yeah, kept yeah. on working it out, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there, there wasn't a, a backup plan. It kind of was because I, I was a school teacher and I figured I could go back to teach, but I don't think I ever thought I could always go back to teach it. <laughs> it was yeah, like, right, right. So I was out of there. I was out of there. Yeah, no, I, that, especially I felt too, when I first came to LA and I, you know, I mean, I was, I was, I was with a show that traveled from Chicago, uh, but, and so I was making some money being a performer, but I felt like there's, there's so many people here. It's like, you know, if you go to, I don't know, it's like, if you go to, I mean, not necessarily now, but you know, like when the auto industry was thriving, it's like. If you moved to Detroit and said, I'm going to make cars, it wasn't crazy, you know? And so it's like to come out here and say, I'm going to make some kind of living in -hmm. television or movies or entertainment in some way. It's not like, it's like, yeah, there's all kinds of, you know, not everybody's Tom Cruise. You know, there's plenty of people, you know, pulling cable (laughs) or making a good living, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When, what, what brought you from, because you, you were in, uh, you went to ma- master, you got your master's degree in music. Was that right? Did you go right after you were done with inter, uh, undergrad? I, no, I taught for three and a half years. I taught oh, okay. Kindergarten through eighth grade music. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I was. Did you like, I mean, are, do you like, are you good with kids? I mean, were you. I'm good with kids and and I was, I was, uh, I was okay teacher. You know, I was, I was yeah. a fun teacher and I and I was a music teacher, so I would take the kids. Some, some, uh, I had a little choirs, and I would took out to my mother because she, she uh, was a choir director in a, uh, for our high school. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so I would take kids out on a, uh, like, like around Christmas time, we go to, you know, senior citizens homes. We go to museum. We go to the Navy Pier and be a part yeah. of this thing. There. Caroling, and we, you know, yeah, caroling and doing the thing. It was, it was awesome, man. And it had little shows in the spring, like uh, 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 little music shows. I think one yeah, was like yeah. a old school versus new school. And so one girl do Aretha Franklin, and at that time, like I had like a group doing Drew Hill and stuff. You know, it was uh, it was real cool, man. While you were doing it, did you always feel like it was a holding place? You know, like it was just a resting point before you really started to turn it on. At, at that point. Yes, because I was like I was going hitting the clubs at night. Yeah, so I, I would I would work all day and then at night go do comedy, and I also uh, was a bouncer at some point, but not like the you know I was the I was the guy who went to get the bigger guys if something was going down. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Help! Yeah, right. The middleman bouncer. bouncer. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my big brother bouncer. <laughs> uh, I, well, you went back to music school. You're still doing comedy, but you went back to grad school. Why? Uh, I went to I went to grad. No, I went to grad school right after college. Oh, you went to grad so school. I went right to grad school. Then, yeah, I got my degree. Okay, and okay. Then, I, uh, I thought you said you taught in between. I'm okay. sorry, I, I, I wasn't fancy. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I went to grad school right after college. Okay. I'm sorry. And that- yes, right after college. And I, now, I'm sorry. Here's what happened. So I went to grad school. I'm starting to think this is all bullshit. <laughs> I'm starting to think that this, every piece of information on I have on you is a lie. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay, so 
I graduated. I from Illinois State I, in, in Illinois normal State. Illinois. Illinois yes. I got a job teaching in Indiana, and I uh -huh. did that for a year. And then, what town in Indiana? I'm just curious because I'm from there. It was for, uh, uh, I did uh, Whiting, uh -huh. and then I also went over to uh, where's Eggers? Ah, uh, Eggers Elementary. So Franklin Elementary at Eggers. It's well, all uh, like right over the Illinois line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whiting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, Whiting is right there. And then you drive, you know, uh, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, or, or whatever it was, to Eggers. I can't think of where Eggers is. Somebody somebody hit us in the chat. Ham, Hammond, Indiana. Hammond, Indiana. Well yeah, done. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so, Hammond, um, the Hammond Eggers. Ham <laughs> That's how you remember it. <laughs> Hammond Eggers. I... <laughs> that, why is that the first time I've ever heard? Why? That's know. the beauty of comedy and yeah. genius, the simplicity. <laughs> okay, so I taught a year in Indiana, yeah. and then Chicago was doing this thing called Teachers for Chicago. They were, they wanted you to become a teacher, so they paid you to to get your master's. Meaning, oh, you go oh. you go learn, and while you're getting your master's. You're working for the city and teaching, so it was uh, that, that's how I ended it's up. It's a good way to, yeah, oh, good teaching yeah, in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and how long after you got out of grad school? Well, you said a couple of years. You taught a couple of years, yeah, I, I told, and then yeah, I for, after grad school, I, I, yeah, I was, it was almost over. Let me see, I taught a total of three and a half years. Yeah, so one year in Indiana, and then two and a half more years. Yeah, so as soon as I got my degree, I was out. <laughs> oh, yeah, much. yeah. Then you just, and is that, you got your degree and you were like, I'm off to California? Um, no. Well, what happened was I went to Montreal. Oh, to, I, just I built, for laughs? I went to my, Montreal, did uh, New Faces, and then came to L.A. That's a comedy festival for people that don't know. Montreal. Okay. Oh, yeah, my Just used, for Laughs, yeah. yes. It used to be a big thing where they would find... New talent, new faces, as they say. I, I, you know? They still do that, yeah. They still find people. I not, think so. Maybe I don't not think like it, it was. I don't think it's the same as it was. It's, it's still prestigious and wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Part. Well, because I think the internet makes it so that it's not as important uh, yeah, yeah. to have a place like that. You know exactly. Wow. Yeah. Good point. Um. So so I, so I got some heat coming out of Montreal. End up doing two weeks of meetings in L.A. Wow, man! You talking about the stress of a young man, like trying to wonder, do, do they like me? No, yeah, yeah, all yeah. these no's all the way. Yeah. No, no, right. no, no, no. Yeah, but, uh, but turned out and got, got a deal with. Remember Green Alari? Mm -mm. Green Bad Jen Alari. They, they they had it, so I ended up doing a deal, uh, like a holding deal with them. They never went anywhere, but it afforded me to move to L.A. Oh, nice! And uh, you know, so that was uh, that was nice. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I never hear of anybody getting those anymore. They used to just oh. pay you, pay it, and maybe eventually put you in something. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. Now, no, I caught the tail end, baby. Yeah. No, there was time. There was a time where if you like, if you wrote on Frasier for ten minutes, you could get a million dollars for sitting on your fucking hands. You know, or, for a or, year or, and a half. Or if Johnny called you over to the couch. Yes. You know, yes. Yeah. Kind of stuff, man. Uh, I hate that shit. I hate that. Like, <laughs> you know, you get the blessings of the, all that sort of like 
you know, oh, yes, sir. Wait, you know, all that like waiting to get the blessing of and then fill in the blank, whether it's like teacher, coach, you know, boss, whatever. It's like, yeah, I hate that shit. It's like, you know, Johnny, how dare he? <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody should have sat down instead of like, oh, I'm going to have that shit. You know, Howard Stern talks about that all the time. And it's like always something that has always annoyed me. The notion that like just somebody assuming that much power. It's like, do you ever watch the great British bake off? You ever seen that show? I have not. Okay. Well, there's like a, it's like they, all these people, it's a baking competition. And there's like one guy, if you do really well, he shakes your hand and they all, they all like get all like, oh my God, he shook my hand. And I'm just like, fuck that. Fuck that guy for putting so much importance on shaking people's hands. Oh, it's kind of like Simon saying, not not insulting you, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Simon Cowell. People. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, if he, yeah, if Simon Cowell says something nice to you, then it's like, oh, well, I'm not you, a you piece must of shit. Have talent. Yeah, yeah. Can't you tell my love's a grow? When you got out here, was it uh, was it intimidating? Was it just were you just excited? Did you know anybody? First of all, did you come out here alone? Or? I, I came out here alone. I knew a couple of people. Yeah. I, uh, the first about I don't know four to six months, I was hitting the road a lot, and then when I finally sat down, I, I didn't. My TV wasn't like I didn't have cable. I wanted to watch the the. NCAA game or something, but I was like, oh, this, I have to leave the house, the apartment. Uh, <laughs> but, and and it, it was, yeah, I guess it was always intimidating, you know, but I was eager to navigate and, and yeah. figure it out. I felt like I had something to offer. Yeah. And I was like, this is dope. And I, my manager, my manager, I was with him before I moved to LA. Oh wow! So so uh, I met him. I was doing a uh, some the Bay Area Black Comedy Festival, and I ended up winning that. Oh okay, wow! So, and uh, and and Three Arts was down there, and they met with a bunch of with all the comedians in the finals. It was six of us, and uh, and then they ended up signing me after I won. So and, and he's my manager to this day, Mark Schulman. Wow! You know, so he's he's like my brother now. But That's it, great. It, yeah, so, I was going to ask you, did you have somebody, did you have like a champion? Did you have somebody really kind of yes, in sir. your corner? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. If, if it wasn't for Mark, I, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. For sure. That's nice. Yeah. Did, now, uh, was Jerry Minor one of the people that you know, or that you knew when you were out here? Did you know him from Chicago? Uh, he, or he's from Detroit, I think. I knew Brandon from Chicago. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm not sure when I met Jerry. That's, wow, what a great question. I don't know if I met Jerry. Ish. I think. I think I did make Jerry in Chicago. Yeah. Because he had to come through there. I'm not sure. All I know is that Jerry said to me, he said, I'm going to make you famous. <laughs> and then we did this song. <laughs> yeah, somebody's on, fucking on my song, lady. And we did it four places. Yeah. Couldn't get enough of it. That's the first I, time I ever saw you was on that. And I was, it was, I just, I just, before, you know, we started recording this, I was talking to somebody about it and remembering and that's, it's such a funny, funny bit. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we sat and wrote that together. It was his concept because it was um, he, he got he like the R. Kelly had a video, yeah, with uh, with uh, Mr. Big, and uh, uh, who played by Ron Isley. So it was this concept 
of, of you know somebody's phone of my lady. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it turns out you know. Well, for those I who see. haven't seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. Look it yeah. up. It's funny. No, it's funny. It's a good bit. Oh, oh no, no. I'm gonna say one. one. No, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love the bit. It's yeah, yeah. It's just I, I didn't want to give it away. Right, Somebody right. Exactly, exactly. It's called somebody's um, fucking my lady. Yeah. Guess who it is? That's that's the. <laughs> Don't think about who it is. Just go watch it. Uh, <laughs> um, well, did what was what was kind of your first some of your first acting roles while you were out here, and were you going on auditions and getting turned down a ton? And and how do you deal with that? Bro, I went to an audition and the lady pulled me to the side and said, "Hey, learn what you're doing. You have some big people behind you. Take this serious." So that's how bad my audition must have been. <laughs> She's like, "Wow, you!" Uh, but that was great advice. And while I was still in Chicago, though, I, I showed some. I must have shown some signs of a uh, a promise because I did audition for a commercial or, or no audition for something. And the, and the uh, casting director said, "You don't have an agent," and she she was like offended. I didn't have an agent. Yeah, She's yeah. Like, and then she made a call, and then I got two agents, two commercial agents that day. So, wow. Uh, uh, yeah, so that was cool. Yeah. And um, but then I, you know, got to LA, and then, but then you know, took the I, I was taking acting classes in Second City in Chicago, then switched over to LA and was taking going to Ivana Chubbick and you know, really learned about like character work and like fighting for and, and, and each scene is a love scene, really. And or else, why would you be there with each other? So. Uh, uh, fighting for for to make your points and make your make things valid. It was yeah, it was it was a journey. Yeah, sure. yeah. But when what was you know like when you started to actually make some money as an actor? Because you were making your money as a comedian and you were getting your holding deal. But when did you start actually getting some checks in that were for shows? Uh, I mean, I guess it was a uh, the office. Was it office? Yeah, yeah. Towards once I made about got to be a regular in the sixth season. <laughs> I was like, okay, hello. <laughs> I missed a, a seven out of thirteen. Not anymore, baby. <laughs> I'm all I'm all episodes produced. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was a nice come up. I bet. Yeah, no, that is. It makes a big difference. You know, it. it you, you when you get paid by ep the episode, it makes a difference. It does. And I was a. Uh, Bro, I was in a show called Lucky. That was like uh -huh. my first thing. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was a couple of things I got here and there, but Lucky was my first thing. Uh, written by the Cullen Brothers, yeah, uh, 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 who, who were badass, uh, Robin Mark Cullen. And John Corbett was a star. Yeah, the guy from Northern Exposure, right? Sex yeah. in the City, yeah. Yeah, Evil yeah. Sex in the City. And uh, he could not have been more on fire. Do you hear me? The man... And I've seen a couple of people in my life, I've seen this, where women swoon. Yeah. Like the definition of swoon, they would swoon over him. They loved this dude. And he yeah. couldn't have been cooler. And uh, and then Billy Gardell uh -huh. was my, uh, we was his sidekicks. So it was, a, it, and Billy was the is the best, bro. Yeah. Like I know the, Billy, the yeah. And, He's been and, on know, here. Super comic and, and just super cool and like, I was kind of under his wing and, you know, just figuring stuff out. We we were having a blast on that show. And it was a, it, we did one season. It got all the best uh, reviews. 
I mean, I still have some of the uh, paper clipping, and they were talking about how great it was. And then we went to uh, it was it was on FX, so you had uh, the Shield was out, and then we came out lucky. Nip Tuck was next, mm-hmm. and so we went. We were invited to Nip Tuck premiere party. The head of the network looked me in the face about lucky. Looked at me, and said, "You guys got nothing to worry about." And we had just done 13 episodes. I was like, oh! So, <laughs> I'm then, buying uh, a boat. Right? <laughs> man, and then um, uh, then we were waiting to get picked up. And so uh, my manager called, hey, man. And I, they're not, you know, they're letting the show go. And then Rob Cullen called, hey, man. And then Mark called, hey, man. And then Billy called. I was like, okay, oh, I got it! <laughs> I got it. <laughs> and, um, and when I tell you, I had <laughs> spent all the money, <laughs> yes. all the money, because the first I didn't realize, uh, first they were taking the taxes out, you know, and I yeah, didn't have yeah. anything set up. So it was like to check it dwindled out. And then once that, that thing mid-season, I had, a, you know, a fixed setup, and then, but still it was all spent. It was crazy. And so I was just kind of comatose sitting, holding my chair like, yeah, what yeah. am I do now? No, shit, I, I it's. I have been, I have, I have experienced in doing, and I didn't even, I mean, I, I only had one show that I was on. I mean, aside from the Conan show, but I, like sitcom type show that went like a full 22 episodes, you know, everything else that I did was like mid season and, you know, like Andy Richter controls the universe was two mid seasons, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't commit. They wouldn't. Cause it was like, you know, all the fucking people at the it, it you get through the, like fox was amazing because it was this wall of like women with really good ta- or this the climb up was like wall, it was all women with really good taste yeah. that were doing the development kind of running the network and then you just hit this fucking wall of white men that just like wanted cars blowing up and titties you know right, they right. and anything that was kind of funny or different like they'd let stuff go but then they wouldn't know what to do with it and I experienced at least three times feeling within days, people telling me the exact same kind of thing. Don't worry. This thing is doing great. This is fantastic. We love it. And then literally two days later, it is not looking good. It's not. And it's like the same fucking person. And you, you know, it's like, what happened? What did I, you know, did somebody find my Prince on a murder weapon? What the fuck happened? Man, I did a show, Mr. Robinson. Yeah. Okay. So we did two versions, right? We had we did a pilot that was a single camera, and that didn't go anywhere. But they wanted to keep the concept. We brought in the Cullens, and then we did six episodes. Yeah. And uh, and uh, this is when I learned the term burn off. <laughs> Because they burn these episodes off. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They play two uh, a week for three weeks or something. No, yeah. no, no, I'm sorry. They play one for six weeks. Yeah. One a week for six weeks. And then they burn them off. They just played them because they had them. Da, da, da. And we we did these. This is also where I learned they didn't care about ratings because we did decent with the ratings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was, uh, it, they got us out of there. But yeah, yeah I'm, no. I'm, I'm part of the burn off show and everything. <laughs> one of I can't remember. I'm I it would take me a second to remember exactly which one, but I do remember one of the shows I w- that I did, one of the mid seasons, I think there was 
eight or nine episodes and within like a month, you know, six weeks or whatever, eight weeks, it was on four different time slots. <laughs> you know, oh, like well, that'll be easy to find. Yeah, yeah, that'll get that'll cause repeat traffic, you know, and it's like it's like and there's so much of it when you, you make TV. And I've said this a million times. The quality of what you do is like maybe eighth on the list of t- in terms of like whether it goes or not. <laughs> right. Like the like if it it's like it's really good. Everyone's all the all the grownups are like, well, what the fuck does that matter? <laughs> you know, lots of stuff is really good. You know, yeah. Well, so, we did it in the Mister Robinson. Uh, one of the ladies, a lady looked at me. She was like, script supervisor. She was like, you're gonna retire off of this show. <laughs> 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 and again, you know, I let it keep going. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. And like, then uh, like, yeah, coming back. They, <laughs> I had a I had a sound guy. I think it was on the movie Cabin Boy, which was like my first big job, who this sound guy tell me, he said, because he had been the sound guy on a full metal jacket. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he's like, you should have done that part that D'Onofrio did. Like Vincent D'Onofrio in Fold Metal Jacket. You know, the guy, the guy that goes nuts. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's like, he goes, oh, my God, you would be. And I'm, you know, I'm playing like an idiot in this. So I don't know why he thinks that, like, I would be capable of that. But he was like, and, you know, and you hear that and it's like, yeah, yeah, I could do. I could be Vincent D'Onofrio. And now, you know, now I'm like, no, I couldn't. I can't be fucking Vincent D'Onofrio, you know? (laughs) Well, when, what was it? I mean, The Office must have been to be in something that now, I mean, like I, I have a small part in the movie Elf. So like I am in, I have a part in a legitimate Christmas classic, you know, and, and you are in like a Titan of television comedy. You know, you, ha- you got to be in that and you'll always have that. I mean, it was, were you aware of that while you were doing it? Did it feel like that? Once we were in it and it like, and I started to see like, cause we, you know, we went to some places, man. And like, you know, between the Emmys and whatever else, uh, but yeah. you know, I, I was in the warehouse, so I wasn't in all things produced. So I came along in the, the fourth episode of the first season. Fourth to yeah. fifth and second season, I wasn't in it that much. Third season, in and out here and there. And then uh by the sixth season, I'm a regular. So um I didn't get the full experience that all the other cast did, but the experience I did get, like when we went to Scranton, yeah, we, we were the Beatles, bro. It was <laughs> it was unreal. Wow. We, we went twice. We went for like a the one office convention, and then we went back when the show wrapped just to you know say hey thank you yeah and, yeah uh, they threw us a parade and it, it was it was ridiculous yeah it was ridiculous. i think i have two children there but um <laughs> <laughs> no if you had two children you would know you you would know that you have two children but yeah it, it's it was such an honor you know and you know and they, they're all smart the whole cast is smart like, yeah uh, uh, you know, some of the conversations I would overhear, but oh, oh, okay, yeah. genius. <laughs> and then they would be doing the fantasy football, so I never got into it. But yeah. um, but it was it was it was awesome, man, and, and everybody's yeah, yeah. super sweet, and and they to this day, like uh, uh, 
well, you know, they'll send out a group text, was, you know, if it's a make a wish thing situation or or uh, somebody actually one of our our, our uh, one, of, one of the guys I think uh, his name was Phil man rest in peace he just died and he was mm-hmm. he was a light man this dude was amazing like like he 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 kept everybody happy he was just one of those yeah. people yeah and so yeah. Uh, so everybody's you know sending well wishes and where can we do this and that so it's, it's always it's it's a good hearted cast yeah it's always a part of of your day and you know of your life yeah. Doing something like that, yeah, stuff like um, that. And, that, and that was the first time I went to like upfronts and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was. You it got was, the whole experience, man. I got the whole experience exactly yeah. right. It was, it was, it was something else, something to live through. Yeah, you you've done a lot of work with Seth Rogen, and how how did that come about? How did you start? I think the first thing I did with Seth was knocked up, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Allison cast that. Allison. And you just you're cast through regular casting channels for that. Cast through regular casting channels, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh so that's so we worked together there. And then Pineapple Express, I think they called me in for. And while we were doing Pineapple Express, Jerry Minor was doing this part in uh uh Walk Hard. Mm-hmm. But then he got that caveman sitcom. So the, he had to oh, bow right. out. And then they were like, Craig, come, said, come. come do this, this part as, uh, you know, Bobby Shad. And so I ended up, you know, playing that part and, then, and then also doing Pineapple Express. But um, that was a side story. But yeah, this, and then uh, we went and they auditioned for Zach and Mary making porno. And then yeah. for like, this is the end, they called us in, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure if that's all, I, all we did. But yeah, yeah. Seth, Seth is. Uh, sausage Party. Awesome. Yeah, they called yeah. me in for that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was dope. I was thinking about that movie. That movie is genius, man. It's pretty like, funny, yeah. Like just just for the, the Twinkie character. It's <laughs> genius. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I mean Seth is he's such a such a great guy. I I, I he's really it's one of the, great guy. And, so and amazingly like productive from such a young age, you know, like a prodigy pretty much. Yeah, man. I think he was 13 when he started something. Yeah, yeah. Writing jokes. And uh, and that business model, man. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no stopping these guys. No, I know. I know. <laughs> and to be that to be that stoned all the time, that's the thing that blows my mind. I couldn't, you know. Still I young. Sm- I, I sm- yeah, I know. But, I mean, I smoke weed. I can't even do the dishes. That guy's writing, mov- writing three movies at a time. I enjoy it, but I, my, my tolerance is, is too high. I need to step away and come back, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. What uh, what do you got going? You got, uh, well, you got Killing It. Killing It, yes. That's, Which that's is, going uh, on right now. On Peacock now, the second season came out in August. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, you, you can catch up. It's only what, 18 episodes. The first season, 10. Second season, 8. So It's a half hour. It's a sitcom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can. I'm gonna burn through those because it looked like I say I I knew of it and I'd heard of it, and then like in prepping for this, I watched like some scenes from some different episodes, and I'm like, shit, I gotta watch this thing, you know? Bro, it's so weird to yeah. see me on that show. Just yeah, yeah, you know. And but it and the meaning like it's like I'm dealing in the first you know season. I'm dealing with snakes. Yeah, so it's not the first thing you think about. You know what I'm saying? So. It is so weird and different, and 
and, and grounded and got edge and funny and, and Claudia is is Claudia Daugherty is like my partner on there. You know, yeah, so she, yeah. that's my girl, man. She is right. amazingly witty yeah, and funny yeah. and charming. And she knows, you know, she knows who she she is well like very aware of her presence. It's, yeah. it's, it's dope to work with and fun to watch. Yeah. Did um was how do you like being number one on the call sheet? Because I mean, you know, like me, I've I've done that a couple of times, but not me. You know, usually I'm a character actor. You know, it's fantastic. This <laughs> <laughs> is the best. <laughs> but it's it's also like you know, because yeah. I, I I mean, because I've seen you know, on the office, I was number seventeen. Yeah, yeah. But the people are still awesome. I don't I don't get into the numbers thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, but I mean because it's you know, especially it's like, so weird to be like, excuse me, you know it's number one is talking. <laughs> like like I've never had that. Oh, one. there's some fuckers that do that kind of thing <laughs> though, you know. Check the call sheet, homie. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I hear I've heard stories from people that it's happened to of they do they run a scene. And, you know, number four on the call sheet's got a couple of funny jokes that do well. And then they do a rewrite and come back. And all of a sudden, those jokes are number one's jokes, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, it's ha I mean, I know that ha you hear things happen and then you're like, nah, that doesn't happen. But no, it does. It does. There's people that'll do that shit. Shout out to John Cusack, who, uh, who I love. John is dope. But we were doing Hot Tub Time Machine and I had a big, like, toast. Yeah. And it was and I and then next thing I know, John was saying my <laughs> He was saying I was like, I guess I'm okay. That's a cut. Oh, okay. All right, have a good <laughs> he would take the and, and John and he was open about like the jokes too. He's like, You guys are funny. Y'all y'all are funny was so you know I'm gonna be leaning on you kind of thing. Right, but, right. Uh, but uh man, I, I that blew my mind one day. <laughs> I was like, what, did I he do? Did he just do it, or did, some, did he, he talk just, to somebody first? Or no, it, he just did it, bro. Wow, it was it was total gangster. He's, uh, yeah, you, you got to admire he's, that he's part. The man, he's the yeah, yeah. Well, uh, how how often are you touring with your band, The Nasty Delicious? You, you know, it varies from year to year. We didn't do a lot last year. We, we our next date is May eighth uh -huh. uh, at the Troubadour. Okay, so it's gonna be funky. Yeah, um, I think I might come see that. Come on down, bro. Yeah, hey, yeah. I, hey, I might have you come and do a song. What? what what's oh. your song? What's your go-to? Oh my band? god! Oh my god! I don't know. Oh, that's we're, a lot of pressure. That's okay. yeah. That's a lot of pressure. It's, you know, it's, it's not a lot of pressure. It's so much fun. <laughs> Once you see my show, you gonna you gonna want to come on stage. You're All right. Like, I want to be right. part of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be okay. I got well now. I now now that's all I'll think about until May. It's not just song selection. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, just don't change it on the last day. Bro. No, I won't. Whatever you practice, just stick to your guns. Well, I'm thinking... I, I just get a, a Christmas song. <laughs> a Christmas and, song. And, and look, and I, man, I, I, I've been... I was out late last night. I was on stage with Chappelle. Yeah. So I was supposed to be in bed, but then Chappelle, we, we got on stage. And three hours later, uh, so... I didn't get to bed till like two or something, and I had oh, to get man. up and do all the stuff. But I can't, and I was going to change the key at the last minute so I could sing Lord, and I had to try to hit these high notes when I sang Silent Night. 
But, it, you know, at the last minute, I said, Craig, play in the key you practice. <laughs> Let's not get on television and just start. Oops, wait, can we go? Hold on a minute. No, this is live. What? <laughs> Oops. Well, let me get some of the other things, uh, the, some of these other things out. Uh, the Ark and the Aardvark, uh, that's uh, coming out in April. Oh, that's an animated show. Uh, you're voicing a character in Saving Bikini Bottom, the Sandy Cheeks movie, SpongeBob yes. World. That's pretty fucking sweet. That's got to be great. I'm, uh, I'm Sandy's father. <laughs> oh, my God. That's we're, awesome. We're a big family of squirrels, you know, circus act squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And then uh, you're in the upcoming movie, My Spy, The Eternal City with Dave Bautista, Anna Ferris, and Kristen Schaal. Mm, yeah. That's nice. Is that shot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, that, that was one of the funnest movies I've done. The thing that, well, name... They brought me to South Africa, Cape Town, South Africa. Wow. I've never been to Africa. So yeah, now I've yeah. been to Africa. And to Rome. And, and Rome is just, ooh, Yeah. Breathtaking with the it's statues pretty, and the art and the uh, it's Yeah. No, you're like, okay, yeah, this is, you get, you know. It's well, you, so and you got to And it, you, you got to know your Bible stories or else you're not going to get anything that's going on in the museums. Any of the artwork there. It's like, you got to know your Bible stuff. because exactly. Yeah. Because it's all Bible stuff. Well, um, is there something you've left undone? I mean, is there stuff you, you know, what are you, what are you heading towards? Just kind of more of the same? Is there, and it doesn't even have to be show business stuff. Like, you know, you're going to buy a football team or something? <laughs> uh, I mean, it have to be a very small football team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only three guys. <laughs> three guys. And, uh, you know, you're not working for money, right? Um <laughs> I mean, there's some some things that I, that I think about, but you know, I, I got to hold stuff close to the chest, man. It's, yeah, all right. And one day, just pop out, be like, ba Yeah, yeah, I understand. Aha! <laughs> well, what I mean, are there some stuff, some music stuff coming with the band and stuff? All right. Are there changes? I mean, are there any just kind of changes that you'd like? Do you plan on staying in L.A.? Do you ever, you know, are there any kind of? I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I have a house here. Now, yeah. my first, you know, my first house. So, uh, you know, seeing how that goes for a while. And, uh, is that new? It's, uh, yeah, I got it in 2020. It's nice, isn't it? Owning a house. It's, it's, it is nice. It, it, you know, first first time I had COVID, I was in an apartment. And oh, I was, wow. And I was like, and then, but then when the pandemic hit, I ended up getting, and, and I thought that when I was in an apartment, I was like, I don't want to die in this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Well, that must have been early too, then. Yeah, and so early then, on in COVID. Yeah. So then the pandemic hit, and I ended up getting the house, and I got COVID there. Yeah, that was my second one, and I was like, "Well, it's like a dying house." <laughs> yeah, I won't be. They won't be hauling my ass into an elevator. <laughs> well, what do you? Um, what do you? What? What's the main lesson you think you've learned out of your sort of travels through show business from Chicago to L.A. to a podcast at uh, <laughs> Monday afternoon. Be yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, being genuine goes a long way, but uh, be yourself. Cause you're the, you're the only, you're the only you we got. Yeah. You know, that's a good one. That's a good one. Unless you're an asshole. Unless you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an asshole, then 
fix that. <laughs> but do you know you're an asshole? Does somebody, our asshole's like, that was Actually, the asshole thing I did. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you know, some of, like, I have known some assholes that are like unapologetic assholes. And sometimes that shit is magical. Like, you're just like, wow, that guy is a prick and he doesn't care. And there's something like, there's <laughs> no, there's no, you know, like, there's no evasiveness. No, there's no hiding behind a mask. It's just straight up. Hey, I'm going to take that. All right. Boom, boom. Yeah. Well, Craig, thank you so much for taking the time. And everybody, uh, check out Killing It on Peacock. You know, you're a funny man, so it's got to be a funny show. And hey, you're welcome, brother. Thank yeah, you, yeah. man. All righty. It's been a pleasure. I, I don't. I don't like doing podcasts <laughs> because it's out there forever. And then I, I just get to talking, but I, I think we did all right. You got off clean here. I always, I've called up a couple of podcasts, but can you take that out, please? <laughs> Remember when I said the thing about the thing? Yeah, yeah. No, I so, listen. Uh, I, we get that. That's Sean's <laughs> job. Sean's the one that's got to deal with that stuff when somebody's like, I think I shouldn't have said that. I'm like, yeah, well, okay, whatever. It's out there be- now, Holmes. Yeah, good to see you, Craig. And uh, thank all of you out there for tuning in. And I'll be back next week. Bye-bye. The Three Questions with Andy Richter is a Team Coco production. It is produced by Sean Doherty and engineered by Rich Garcia. Additional engineering support by Eduardo Perez and Joanna Samuel. Executive produced by Nick Liao, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, with assistance from Maddie Ogden. Research by Alyssa Grawl. Don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to The Three Questions with Andy Richter wherever you get your podcasts. And do you have a favorite question you always like to ask people? Let us know in the review section. Can't you tell my love's growing? Can't you feel it ain't showing? Oh, you must be a knowing. I've got a big, big love. This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs>